0: Before today's episode, I wish to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land, the Wawandari people of the Kulin nations, and recognize their continued connection to the beautiful land and sea. I'd also like to pay my respects to the elders past, present, and emerging, and I extend this acknowledgement to the traditional owners of the land my listeners are on. Welcome to Ritual the Podcast, your cottage in the woods. A sacred space for the witches, the healers, the magical folk to meet and speak of wisdom, witchery and old world magic. Where people come to learn, to hear stories, to share secrets and to be free to be their true selves. Welcome to Ritual. Hello everyone and welcome
1: back to another episode of Ritual. My name is Amy Harvey and today I am flying solo. (laughs) Um, It is just me and I'm here to say, first of all, actually when this episode comes out, it's going to be Yule, the winter solstice. So I hope that this brings a bit of uh, winter magic to your day. Funnily enough, that is the topic of this episode. So that ties in really nicely. Um I hope you've all been well. It's been a few weeks since my last episode. I do apologize. It's just been a little bit chaotic, I think, with just trying to do life. <laughs> um now that we've got three kids, they all need things all the time. Life is very hectic and I had <coughs> excuse me. Um have obviously been sick always. Um, But, you know, just like the shop had been opened and now I have witch school coming up um, this weekend. If you follow me on any kind of social media, you've probably heard me talk about a million times, but that has been taking up a lot of my time as well. So just trying to prioritize and not make myself go completely insane by doing everything at once. So anyway, that was a long way of saying, I'm sorry, it's been a few weeks, but I'm back and I'm here and I'm happy to celebrate the winter solstice with you. Um, If you do want to learn a little bit more, because this episode won't really be about Yule and what Yule is, but if you are interested, I did do a podcast episode last year uh, with Patty and we talked all about um, all the different sabbats actually, but we do have a Yule episode. So if you want to go back in time, you can learn about Yule and see what it's all about. so go go and do that if you need to and then come back here um but what did I want to say do I have any housekeeping for you I don't think I do one thing I if you can hear banging it's because it's bedtime here and my children I don't know what they're doing I assume dragging a body across the floor is what it sounds like from my end um so please just ignore that um it never stops um, <laughs> one thing I did want to talk about actually is in one of my previous episodes, I talked about foxes and fox magic and what the spiritual meaning of a fox means. And a lot of you really liked that. And you liked learning more about animal symbolism. So I thought I would bring that in again uh, for this week's episode, um, because it's about an animal that I really, I don't know, for some reason, I just guess I associate it with winter. Maybe it's a very Christmas thing, even though our Christmas is in the summertime. Um, It just reminds me of winter. And that animal is the deer, one of my most favorite animals in the whole world I think that deers are just so beautiful and majestic and funnily enough where I live um in the Dandenong Ranges there are deer there are wild deer around but I haven't seen any it's so annoying sorry I'm just drinking my lavender hot chocolate um so where we live is like in this street that's just pretty wild and so we see all kinds of animals you have like foxes and kangaroos and echidnas um frogs everything but no deer and I know that they're around because I in like the local Facebook groups you can always Hear people complaining about them and doing god awful things that I would never even dream of. And I know that they're meant to be a pest. It's like foxes, they're meant to be a pest, but to me, they are perfection and I would never hurt them. I'd probably try and befriend them all and they would sleep in my bed. But anyway, the point is, I know that they're around. And so I'm really on a mission to find where they like to hang out because. I love them so much and I think just to see them in the wild would just be so perfect and beautiful um so I'll let you know if that happens maybe I'll do that on the school holidays although I feel like my kids would terrify them because it's so noisy um so maybe that will be a solo journey for myself um But I thought I would talk about deer because they may be an animal that comes up to you in all sorts of forms, whether it be in like an Oracle card, maybe a book on Instagram or like, yeah, they're always um, like deer reels pop up for me all the time. Funnily enough, so did the fox one. So maybe that's, maybe there's something about them that I need to like listen to at the moment. Um, But if they are popping up for you, here are some of the things that a deer may represent. Uh, the first one is a they're very gentle creatures, but they are very strong. So for me, it kind of reminds me of the strength tarot card. I don't know if you can, if you've seen it, but a lot of the time it's depicted as this um, woman who is holding the mouth of a lion open. And the strength card is all about like taking control of a situation and being that strength but you're doing it in a way where it's like calm and controlled and you're not like forcing like the the lady's not forcing the lion's mouth open. She's just simply doing it, but she has this like confidence and strength about her that you would just like not mess with her, but she's not being, you know, a bully about it. So that's what it makes me think of is that a deer is a super gentle like elegant creature but they can also stab you (laughs) with their giant antlers so they do have that strength even though they are very like whimsical and you know like beautiful they can be very dangerous but they're gentle but they're strong so maybe it's like telling you if there's a certain situation where you are feeling you do need to take control like that's the kind of energy you need to do is to do it in a gentle approach yet have that like confidence and strength behind you to kind of just go no this is how it is but do it in a kind way if that makes sense <laughs> which can be difficult sometimes definitely um another thing is that they are able to move through obstacles with grace Um, Again, something that can be quite difficult to do, especially when stress is overwhelming. But I think it does take a lot of self-control to go through difficult moments with grace. Like I'm sure majority of us want to just flip out and throw something or lash out or whatever. But I think, yeah, it does. It takes a lot to really calm yourself. But I think if you can do that, you definitely don't regret it. And I think the outcome is always going to be so much more positive when you do have that clarity and calmness about you. Something I really, I'm going to take that advice on myself when we're going through school holidays. Um, The other thing is it is about connection with your inner child, something that we just don't do enough, I think. You know, we're always told as kids to grow up and, you know, stop doing this, stop doing that, don't be so silly. And I think there's so much beauty in connecting with your inner child, obviously not being like immature, but just like having fun and not caring so much, you know, we overthink everything. We overthink everything and it's boring, you know, where kids just don't care. They just dress whatever way they want or whatever way makes them feel good and act whatever way makes them laugh and, I think sometimes we just need to really embrace that and have fun and not worry about what we look like or where we need to be or if the house is messy or, you know, all the like things that have to be done. Sometimes we can just let go and enjoy the moment and just be a little kid. Um, Dears are also very sensitive and very intuitive. Um, They are very, they're so so, like whimsical, aren't they? Um, It's funny because um, I, actually, one of the things about them is that they are said to be messengers from the gods. And I find that very interesting because (laughs) I did a class where we had to, like, we did a lot of like journey work And we had to find our animal guide, and you had to go through. (laughs) Sorry, I'm I'm sorry if I keep coughing. I know it's really annoying. You had to find, like, go through this this whole meditation process to find out what your animal guide was going to be or is. Um, you know, go through like literally journey work to discover who they were. And some people got the funniest things like someone got a dung beetle (laughs) someone got what were the other ones I can't remember now just really random animals that you're like oh wow that's so magical (laughs) I'm really happy I got that but I got a deer which I was like hell yeah I'm gonna get an animal I want something cool like that so I got a deer and his name is Tobias um and he is whenever I I have talked about this before, but when I go into a meditation, I will go to a place called the Meadow. And it is a um it's like my sacred magical space.
0: Hey everyone, I'm just going to pause today's episode for a moment. I hope you're enjoying it. It sounds super interesting. If you're enjoying this podcast and you're thinking, hey, how could I support this show? Then the best way to do that is to jump over to Patreon and become one of my patrons where you'll get access to additional content, videos, bonus episodes of Ritual with Amy Harvey, that is me, learning tools to help you on your witchy path and special discounts to my online store, roseongcottage.com. Take it away, voiceover guy. That's right. Simply head to patreon.com forward slash Rosethorn Cottage to get all the goodies and support your favourite podcast in the entire world. Ritual with Amy Harvey. Now, back to the show.
1: Um, I totally lost my train of thought then. Sorry, i kid-related. You won't be able to see that because it's going to be cut out. (laughs) Um, I think I was talking about how... I, yes, when I go to a meditation, I go to a place called the Meadow. Um, and it's basically where it's like my, how do you even describe it? It's just like my safe place for meditation. And it's where I go to talk with guides and kind of recharge. Um, I can do a more in depth um, episode about that if you're interested in learning more about it. But basically, that's like where I go when I meditate. And so, anyway, I Tobias my dear meets up with me in the meadow and he would always he it's funny because he always like walks ahead of me um like he wants me to follow him sometimes he'll like to stand with me but sometimes he will walk ahead of me and he's it's like follow me this is where we're going and I have found that with working with him that usually when he wants me to follow him it's to do it's usually related to working with the Fae and they are wanting me. It's like they, he's like their messenger saying, you have to come with me because they want to talk to you. So I thought it was just really interesting that um, deers are meant to be messages from the gods because I guess in a way they kind of are for me. So, yeah, I thought that was really cool but I'd love to know, do you work with them as well? Like, do they come to you? Do they have a different meaning to you? Um, let me know. Send me a message on Instagram or wherever and let me know because I just think they're just such beautiful, magical creatures. Um, and I want one. I <laughs> want one one's so bad. Um, now, The reason why we're here today, though, is to talk about winter. I know it's not the first day of winter yet, but tomorrow is the winter solstice, or it is today if you're listening to it on Yule, um, which means that winter magic is all around us. And I wanted to kind of talk a little bit more about what that means, because yes, all the sabbats have their own magic, but so do the seasons. And it's something that I think if you take a bit more observation of what they are, It kind of just brings a bit more magic to everyday life you know we have the sabbaths to look forward to but i think we also get to embrace these beautiful four seasons that come to us um so for me i'll be honest winter isn't my favorite season it should be because i'm a leo so my winter is my my winter my my birthday is smack bang in the middle of winter but not a fan I don't like being cold. It makes me very grumpy, but I'm trying to teach myself to appreciate it more because otherwise you're just kind of wishing time away and you're not enjoying where you are. You're kind of looking at it in a glass is half empty kind of way which can be difficult if you are like me and just hate being cold. Um, and I will say that, especially in Melbourne, it does. you get to like August and you're like, it is so gray and gloomy and cold. I'm just craving the warmth. But I think in a way, it kind of just makes you appreciate that change even more. Um, but if you were to look at winter in a positive way, here are a few ways that you can really embrace the magic that it brings. The first one is that for us in the Southern Hemisphere, sorry if you're in the North, but the Southern Hemisphere, winter comes to us in the middle of the year, which means it is a really good time for reflection. We are six, seven, eight months in. So now we can actually sit and we can look at how our year is going. Are we, you know, what were our goals at the beginning of the year? And where are they now? Have we achieved them? Have we ticked them off? Or are there some that still need work? And maybe do we need to adjust something? Are things just not fitting right? Now is a really good time to kind of just like sit with yourself and reassess where you're at. And I think that, you know, people will often do that at the end of the year, but it's just so hectic and busy. You've got Christmas and New Year's and, you know, all sorts of things. And I think sometimes we say we'll do that and we don't end up doing it because we're just too busy where now in the winter life is a little bit slower so it kind of gives you that opportunity to do that reflection um and just kind of like deep dive within and go am i happy and satisfied and fulfilled with where i currently am or do i need to make changes because you've still got 6 months left of the year you've got plenty of time to make those changes so it's probably a good thing to do it now and to maybe have those conversations that can be a little bit difficult, I guess at times, um, to admit that maybe things aren't panning it how you wanted to. But again, time is on your side. So you can make a change and, and make it go down the path that you need it to. The next one is that you can find gratitude. This comes, I think, very much with reflection in that One of my favorite things to do in the mornings, I've really been embracing this lately, is I do journaling. Um, And I always start with writing down five things I am grateful for. Because sometimes that can be quite tricky, Um, especially when you are feeling all those big feelings of stress and overwhelm and frustration and all that. It's sometimes hard to find gratitude. And I think we have, you know, when you when people sit down <clears throat> and try and do that exercise, they think that you need to be grateful for the biggest, best things. Like, I'm so grateful I have a, the best car or the biggest house, but it's actually not. Like, I usually write things like, I'm so grateful for my morning coffee because it brings me so much joy. I'm so grateful that I have a house that keeps me warm on the mornings where it's really cold i'm so grateful for the beautiful leaves outside and watching them fall from the trees i'm so grateful for you know the the wind outside because it makes my ass even cozier just like little things like that i think we forget about but it's all those little things that i think make life more magical and happy and cozy and i think really embracing gratitude is a really important tool for your magical practice but also your mental health as well just reminding yourself that there is good everywhere and that's something that we try and do with our kids at dinner time is we talk about three things that they really liked or they're, they're really grateful for that happened during the day puppies is usually about 47 things which you can't complain about it's good to have that many things Um, But I think, yeah, it just reminds them that even though the day may be a bad day, there was still something that made them smile or made them feel, you know, content. Um, So, yes, also, I think gratitude as well from a manifesting point of view puts you in a really... Good headspace for calling in because you're in that like mindset of um, abundance because you are surrounded by things that make you feel gratitude and make you feel happy, even the little things. So I think if you are really trying to manifest something, call it something in or or bring success or whatever you're doing, even in spell work, I think starting off with gratitude it really shifts your mindset so you are in a more positive headspace going in. Um, yeah, I think it's something that's super important that we need to embrace. The next one is our observation. The reason why I say that is because winter is slow. It is a slow time. You know, we're not going out and doing as many things. Um, you know, there's not as many people around. Maybe not, well, not where I live anyway. Um, but life just feels slower. You know, it's not... I feel like it's quieter outside. There's not as much activity. There's no like butterflies and bees. It's just quiet. And I think sometimes it that's like nature's way of telling us that we really need to slow down because if you look like what an animal does or, or how life was hundreds of years ago, people would hibernate, they would go inside their houses for months at a time, animals would sleep for months and they would slow down because they couldn't go outside, it was way too cold, they had no protection, they didn't have cars they could jump into or supermarkets to visit so they stayed inside <laughs> and they rested and they really um kind of um um what's the word, preserve their energy. And I think we forget to do that because our lives are so busy and we need to be everywhere all the time. And we wonder why we're so tired, especially in winter. It's because we aren't naturally meant to be doing everything. We're meant to be resting and quiet. So I think observing like how you're feeling and really like taking the time to just sit and look outside and see what the trees look like like how bare are they are there still leaves are the leaves falling what color is everything turned to can you see any signs of spring coming Um, what winter like creatures are out there I think we get so stuck on our phones that's one thing that I am guilty of and I was saying this to Patty I think it was this morning is I'm sick of going to bed And looking at my phone, I was doing that last night. And um, this horrible video came up about this dude who did horrible things that just traumatized my brain. And I couldn't sleep for ages because I was just thinking about it. And that was my final thought of the day of a horrible person doing horrible things. And I was like, no, no, I don't want to go to sleep like that. Like, that's terrible. And so I think even like taking a moment to read and observe like what's a story that someone has written or just like if it's during the day, taking a moment to sit and look outside or even at nighttime, taking a moment to sit and look at the moon, like what phase is the moon at? It just slows you down and just like allows you time and your mind time to catch up, you know, and just to breathe. Funnily enough, the next point I have was breathing, breathing in the morning winter air. There's something special about winter air. I feel like it is fresher. It really is. Like I feel like in winter I breathe deeper. And I one of my favorite things to do is to go for a walk in the morning. And it's Freezing cold, and I can't feel my legs, and my hands have gone numb. But breathing in that winter air is just so refreshing and rejuvenating. And it feels like it hits deeper than summer or spring or autumn. It just really, I feel like it goes in and it clears out your lungs. There's something about it. I don't know if anyone else feels that way, but that's how I feel. Like I love going for a walk on a winter's day and really breathing because how often do you catch yourself going i don't think i've done a deep breath or even a breath for way too long because you're so stuck in something and you all of a sudden go i feel so out of breath for some reason then you go that's because i haven't like breathed and i have to remind myself to actually stop and go And it's so freeing to do a long exhale. Who knew that that would be something you would be so grateful for? But yeah, I, I don't know. I just I sometimes I just find myself having to remind myself to breathe properly and deeply. And so I think because winter is that time of observation and <clears throat> quiet, it's a time to breathe because you can, and the air is fresh and deep and beautiful. Another thing about winter as well is that, and I I feel like Beltane gets all the glory when it comes to this, is that I find that winter is a really magical time for working with the Fae. Beltane has the Fae flag. (laughs) It's all about the fairies. And I'm not taking it away from that. I totally agree. It's such a potent fairy time. But I feel like because the winter solstice is here as well, and any kind of solstice equinox time is extremely magically potent. Um, and so coming into the winter solstice, you have that like electric magical energy, which I feel is very fae-like because and they're different like i feel like when you when it's beltane you have fae energy that's like very vibrant and go 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 and they're cheeky and they're naughty and they're the ones that do just all the, the the things that can get you into trouble and they're the troublemakers and they're the tricksters but you know they're the lovers they're all those things but i feel like at winter the elementals and the fae that are out are that quiet but strong old wise energy they're like the dryads they're the the trees that you know you know like in um Lord of the rings like the Ents. You know, like that really like old wise energy that talk really slow but they are full of wisdom and they observe and they don't feel the need to rush or talk or you know prove anything because they just are and they just know they just have that confidence in themselves because they've seen everything and I feel like winter is that kind of fey energy it's like taking that time to connect in with old earth magic and learning from it and helping it heal you and teach you and connect you deeper into the world around us and i think if you is if working with the fae is something that you are interested in now might be a really good time to do it because i feel like they are a lot more patient and open and <laughs> forgiving and happy to communicate with you and teach you Um, as opposed to the chaotic Fae energy that you'll get at Beltane. Um, Because working with the Fae is, it can be quite tricky and difficult, but fun. But I think if that's something that you do feel drawn to or called to do, maybe do that now. Maybe, you know, get a really good Fae book and have a read, and then maybe go and sit near a really beautiful old tree and see what, what comes up. See who connects or wants to have a chat with you. Don't forget the Fae are around all year long. But that's winter magic. There's so much more to it. Like, don't forget there's, you know, embracing kitchen witchery and embracing the magic that's your house. Your house is so important during winter because it keeps you warm and safe. And I think taking the time to connect with your home, give it love, cleanse, clear, protect it. Um, and connect with it as well is so important Um, but also you know doing shadow work which can be tricky and uncomfortable but sometimes necessary is good because you're at home and now is the time to do it also things like divination again the solstice time is very potent with magic so connecting into your guides elementals or even your higher self is going to be Um, it's going to be very electric and clear so maybe that's something that you feel like doing this winter um but whatever it is i hope that it brings you joy and happiness and lots of magic and good good things uh now before we finish i just wanted to say um that i will be at witch school in melbourne Obviously, I live in Melbourne, but Witch School is run by an amazing company called High Priestess. Um, and basically, it is a weekend that's like something out of Hogwarts and you get to go and do witchy lessons. And I am so lucky and grateful that they have asked me to teach. Oh, my God, I'm going to be a teacher there. Um, I'm going to like call in my inner Professor McGonagall. And I'm going to be teaching all about seasonal witchery, which I'm so excited for. Oh my gosh. I'm actually, the one thing I'm really nervous about is how the hell I'm going to talk about eight Sabbaths and four seasons in 90 minutes. I don't know how I'm going to do it. I'll probably be talking extremely fast, Um, but I'll be doing four classes over two days and also they have a witch market, which I will also be attending. So for some, I somehow need to be in two places at once. I'm not quite sure how I'm going to do it, but we'll see. <laughs> but if you are in Melbourne, I'm I'm pretty sure all the tickets to witch school are, are sold out. But if you are in Melbourne and you want to go to the witch markets, that is still available and it's free, yay! And it's gonna be filled with all these amazingly magical witchy shops and small businesses that have got the coolest, amazing, magical things. Um, and I'm there, so you can come and say hello. So yes, if you are in Melbourne, please come on down. It's at the Abbotsford Convent, so super witchy and magical. Um, but I'm really excited. I'm I'm so excited for this weekend. I think it'll be really cool to connect with lots of witchy minds and also speak about something that I'm really, really passionate about. So yes, I'm super excited about that. Um, (laughs) And also most importantly, I hope that you all have the most amazing eel. I hope that it is just filled with so much magic and love and delicious food and all the good vibes, all the good Yule vibes. And you know what, maybe even break out some Christmas carols if you want to, because why the hell not? I know I am. Um, <laughs> I think the kids want to watch a Christmas movie, which I'm also keen for. So I hope that whatever you choose to do or who you choose to spend it with, it's just the best day ever. Um, We uh, it's a Thursday, which makes it a little bit tricky. But we did our Yule feast last weekend, um, so we did a big roast. But I'm gonna try and make an apple pie tomorrow, and definitely some mulled wine, and just like fill the house with simmer pots and incense and candles, and make it warm and cozy and delicious. Um, so yes, I hope your Yule is all those good things. And thank you once again for listening. If you do like listening to this show and you want to support it I would love it if you could maybe leave a review please say good things (laughs) and even rate it um that just makes it this show more accessible to more people and it pushes that to even more witches all around the world and it makes me super happy and grateful um so if you feel (laughs) called to do that I would love that Um, And if you want to learn even more, definitely feel free to jump over to my Patreon. It's under Rose Thorn Cottage. We do all sorts of witchy stuff there, like we do rituals for each of the sabbats. Um, I've got extra content, extra podcast episodes, information about crystals and herbs and all sorts of things. So if that's, again, something that you want to do, definitely jump over. And that also helps support all the extra things that I do like the podcast and YouTube and everything else. So yes. Um, anyway, I hope that you are all amazing. I will be back soon with a really cool interview. Uh, I won't say who it is just yet, but she is amazing and very comfy and cozy. There's a little clue for you. Um, And then I will be back again soon with Patty. We will be diving into our tin hat wearing conspiracies. Um, But until next time, I hope, again, you all have a beautiful Yule. And if you are in the north, have a beautiful summer solstice. Ah, I'm so jealous of your warm warm air. Um, But wherever you are, have a beautiful week. And I will see you next time. See you later.